0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Film Buds Podcast. This is episode number 276, and my name is Henry.
1: And I'm out.
0: This time around, we are doing a Marvel double feature, two most recent Marvel movies.
1: Whoa, superhero week.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> and so we're gonna be starting with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is now on Disney Plus. And then Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, which is also on Disney Plus, has been for a little bit longer though. So thanks again for Joining us, you know, we have other stuff we watched. All the usual stuff.
1: Letterboxd reviews, you know, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so thanks very much for joining us. And if you have not, because I know we've had some new listeners, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and uh, rate rate us if you have not already.
1: Yeah, hopefully we won't scare you off.
0: Yeah. So two big things uh, I've been posting about about it on other episodes. Our Bandcamp page, which is the filmbuds.bandcamp.com. Dot com. You can go there now and we have over 30 bonus shows there. You can either buy each one for a $1 donation or more, or you can just subscribe for 5 bucks a month and get all of those uh, or any previously released bonus shows for just that same price. So it's not too bad. All the donations go to help support the show and you get a ton of great content. And thank you to the people who have uh, donated in the past. Really appreciate it. And then also, we have a Patreon, newly revamped Patreon, you know, brand new. So it's ready for people to to join. And we have a few different tiers five, seven, and $10. And we have some cool benefits, and we'll be getting more into that as.
1: Tell them the names of the.
0: So we have the Buddy Patron, which (laughs) is $5 a month. Then we have Thicker Than Thieves, seven, and then BFF's Patron for 10. So, and there are some benefits in there. We'll get more into that as more people join. But yeah, if you just want to go and, uh, you know, join our Patreon, it's just, it's not too much money and it just goes to help support us and the upkeep of the show and all that stuff. So do that and we would really appreciate it. And uh, how are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> guess we're just jumping right into it. Doing all right. I got a new haircut today. Mm-hmm. I'm really feeling myself and debating on something that I might <laughs> announce later has to do with going back to school. But only for like like six months or something at the most. So not that bad. Other than that, getting ready for a studio photo session yeah. tomorrow. Um, if you don't know, I own El Dewey's Photography. Shameless plug. And yeah, that's what I do for a living. Yeah. What's been going on with you? Anything new? Exciting? Even though we're married and we live together and I already know. But in the case of no. our listeners.
0: <laughs> no, just... Been on, on leave for a little bit, so a, a, little, a little bit of a break.
1: Now, what is leave? Um, that's
0: vacation.
1: No, like <laughs> to, just people who don't know anything about the military.
0: Oh, so that's just, that's just another word for vacation. You know, just like how you get a certain amount of vacation days a year for companies. It's the same thing with this. It's just called leave because you leave.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so for people who don't know, if you don't have leave, you can't leave the state. Yeah, the, there's a certain country, restriction. et cetera, et cetera. You have to be how many miles away from base?
0: I don't know. It, it always changes. Okay. So, I don't know.
1: Well, I, I think you told just me Just don't time, leave. I think you <laughs> told it. me one time like 500 miles like
0: that. Uh, it, it changes. I think it may be different for every branch. But yeah, just so been doing that, which is nice. Little, little vacation. And so yeah, catching up on sleep and just chilling out, watching movies, all that good stuff. Other than that, anything else? Or should we get into... Hang out with the Guardians.
1: I don't think so. Just love on honor on our doggies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to mention. So I guess if you're not familiar with the military or terms, uh, there you go. Uh, military blessing for you. Ya. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. <laughs> you have you now know what leave is, which is kind of self-explanatory. But Anyway.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3.
1: All right, let's blast off,
0: man. Yeah, and we do have a clip, so take a listen. And I miss you so much. And maybe, maybe if you open yourself up to it, there's a possibility. I don't think so, Quinn. Quill. Quill. I don't think so. Well, what I'm trying to say is... Peter, you know this is an open line, right? What? We're listening to everything you're saying. And it is painful. And you're just telling me now? We were hoping it would stop on its own. But I switched it over to private. What color button did you push? Blue! For the blue suit! Oh, no. Blue is the open line for everyone. Orange is for blue. What? Black is for orange. Yellow is for green. Green is for red. And red is for yellow.
1: No. Yellow is for yellow. Green is for red. Red is for green.
0: I don't think so. Try it, then. Hello! Hello. You're right. All right, so as I said Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, this is the third one in the trilogy,
1: the last one.
0: Yeah. No. It is on Disney Plus. You can stream it. And it's written, it's written and directed by James Gunn. Stars Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Chukwudi Iwuji, sorry if I butchered that name, Bradley Cooper. Pom Clementiev, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillian, Austin Freeman, Ben Diesel, Sean Gunn, that's about it. And the synopsis is, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own, a mission that can mean the end of the Guardians, if not successful. Crap. Yeah. I hope they get through it.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait. I already know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this one uh, came out, in, you know... During the summer, and of course, Guardians have has become a big favorite of the Marvel world. Also, and a
1: favorite of film buds. Yeah. Oh yeah. So,
0: and so yeah, I definitely was looking forward to seeing this one as I, I think you were. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to start or shall I?
1: I guess I'll I'll, I'll start. You oh. know? why not? Why not? <laughs> no, I I really liked it. I. I was not a fan of the second one. I mean, I you know I like the music, obviously, and like all of the movies, but I, I wasn't a fan of the second one. So this one m- made me feel better about The Guardians. <laughs> but um, it kind of just jumps right into it like, all right, like, let's save our friend, let's save the world again kind of mode. I didn't like how it immediately jumped into it. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I felt. Good music, though. I enjoyed learning about. Rocket's backstory um, because it's been hinted in the other movies and the Avenger in game Infinity War movies. So it was interesting to finally learn about it. The scene where Rocket meets his other experiment friends, first of all, creepy but also cute at the same time, and also reminded me of the scene in Toy Story. In Sid's room uh, where Woody like uh, goes into Sid's room and then meets all the creepy experiment toys. Gave that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so take that what you will. But I, I really liked it. I really liked learning about Rocket. Uh, it had a bittersweet ending with Quill. But I mean, I think it's I, I don't think I would have seen it any other way ending how it did with him going back to Earth. And I'm glad he reunited with his grandmother. Spoiler. So- Sorry, I mean, if you've listened to the film buds, it's like you kind of have, to, you know, you're asking yeah. for spoilers here because we really dive in deep sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> but it was pretty bittersweet. But again, like I don't think I could have pictured it ending any other way. And then it ended with Rocket being like the lead of the Guardians. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. You know what? Drax, Daddy Drax, hashtag Daddy Drax. <clears throat> it was so cute. Again, like bittersweet. I, I feel like everyone's ending was kind of bittersweet. Yeah. You know, I'm happy with the ending. I could have seen it ending in a few other ways. Uh, Disappointed with Gamora and Quill because I was a... What are, what's their ship name? Quill? Quomer-
0: <laughs> Gamil. <laughs> Gamil. <laughs>
1: So I kind of th- that whole storyline is kind of annoying to me, but other than that, um, I really liked it. What mm-hmm. about what about you?
0: Well, I first Guardians is one of my probably top three MCU movies. I I didn't h- hate the second one, but I definitely was pretty underwhelmed. And it would not be one of my favorites. I found it found it to be just really unfocused. The humor was pretty lame in my opinion. I just found it to. Never really latched on to anything, so I was hoping this one was a return to form, and I think it was. I I really enjoyed it. I I think that everything with Rocket Raccoon, you know, if you were going to end the Guardians and focus on a character, Rocket would be the one to do it for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of glad they didn't do like Groot's backstory because that's such a like a. Oh, and then the um he ended up speaking English.
0: Yeah. Also, (laughs) this was the one that sounded the most like it was just Vin Diesel talking. It sounded like this had the least sound work on Freaking him. Freaking
1: Vin Diesel getting probably millions of oh, yeah. dollars just saying, I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Yeah, but, I am Groot. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: but there's a lot of times where I was like, that just sounds like Vin Diesel. Not to r- really that I'm complaining, but that I noticed that. But I did, I loved everything with Rocket's backstory. I think the flashbacks were very emotionally hitting, probably the one of the most emotionally hitting stories in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe for sure. Very dark and creepy and violent, and I'm surprised they got away with that. But it definitely works. And despite it being very, very dark and grim, the movie overall is still too long. I don't think it needed to be two and a half hours. It is the longest of the three, and I think that I don't mind. Obviously, you know, you don't have to have the whole movie be about Rocket. But every time they they flipped back to the save the world storyline, when you have a a story that's as good as Rocket's, when you go back to a story like that, it feels Mm -hmm. just Lesser than it already would be. And so I feel like every time it flipped back, I started to lose some interest. And so I think by far the the best part is the rocket flashbacks. And that is a good part of the movie, thankfully. But overall, still looks really good. Very good performances, very good soundtrack. Uh just a little long, not doesn't hit every mark, I think, just because there is a lot of just plotting save the world stuff that maybe they, they just have to do. But James Gunn, you know, he did the Suicide Squad. The you know first two guardians and I think he has a very good grasp on like weird horror imagery and like body horror and stuff like that that works in this and worked in Suicide Squad as well so overall definitely one of the better ones of the year for me yeah and I'm glad that they are ending it as they are they're not just like all right here let's do another one which I mean maybe at some point down the road they'll do, they'll do like a a new series with the new people I kind of hope not because I didn't really find them all that interesting but
1: we'll Rocket.
0: Well, besides the new the new people. Yeah, I guess. So. so but overall, yeah, Love Rocket and a very solid solid movie. Yeah.
1: Um, it was pretty dark at points. Like it kind of gave me a little like American horror story vibes mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. So uh
0: one thing I did really like and I think some of it comes down to performance, the the villain is like almost o- overly committed to how angry and much he hates rocket I feel like every scene he's just screaming at the top of his lungs I don't he,
1: understand why he hates rocket like so much like, yeah dude chill yeah Take, I mean like something
0: yeah, yeah I mean there were points where I was like this seems a little absurd he is just a raccoon and I understand well, there's the whole thing about that future experimentation and all that and saving people Well, you, but, you know
1: how like over the top the performance was it yeah. kind of gave me like theater kid vibes yeah
0: <laughs> it seemed <laughs> like,
1: like he- oh okay so you're playing an angry character and you have to like project <laughs> yeah. you know okay rocket like the fuck <laughs> yeah so,
0: i mean i i enjoyed the performance cuz i guess it is more you know more memorable some- than some of the other yeah Marvel- but
1: like if i'm comparing it to like theater kid like high school theater kid yeah. it's like not
0: maybe he just didn't get to be in theater when he was in high school and he's just making it up for it now that's fair. <laughs> yeah, but I did like the the look of him where you know there's the flashback where rocket is like scratching at his face and his skin, and then you the he it's re- revealed that he has like a part of the like back of his head is almost like RoboCop where it's like metal because of the skin that was
1: gave me Darth Vader.
0: Yeah, so that was, that was... <laughs> I'm
1: seeing a lot of parallels in the movie. Yeah. Honestly, so, I
0: so that was pretty cool. Again, that's kind of James Gunn's style—just weird creepy kind of creatures and monsters and stuff and body horror. So that works for sure. And is much more unique than a lot of the other Marvel movies. But st- the first one is still my favorite of the three, but I think this is definitely one of the best, if not the best sense in game.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Which
0: I mean, there has been that. A I whole mean, lot, I,
1: I do agree. I haven't been happy with like new ones.
0: I, I'd say really one of the only ones that really stands out is uh, the Spiderman one that we saw. What is that? Not far from home. Uh the last one. No way home. No way home. I think yeah.
1: Well it's always like far from home, no way home. Yeah, Some no way home. Yeah. It's like
0: I I, <laughs> I did like surprisingly I did like No Way Home a fair bit, but I think this is probably the best in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, I mean just backstory. Our first date was actually seeing the last Spider Man movie. And yeah. I remember being in like the front row and you know sigh but also be like oh my god yes they're bringing back this character and that character and that character this is so awesome so you know i i wasn't as excited for guardians like i wasn't like like yes yeah yeah but i still really liked it also they started it out with creep by radiohead that was good you know brownie points for that already awesome movie so
0: yeah also a little random thing did not love the holiday special they did last year I thought it was, yeah, I, was, I thought that was kind of lame and un- unnecessary but anyways not a big deal
1: now what do you think of parents who take their kids to see guardians of the galaxy because
0: so no the f- i think the first the first one is really not that
1: yeah. well no yeah i'm I'm doing the listeners here i'm uh doing the crank the middle finger crank
0: yeah well I mean you know yeah there are little moments like that obviously if you see you see it coming you can just do the little shield over the eyes. Okay, but I'd say okay. no, I'd say something like this. If I'd seen this when I was young, I would have been terrified.
1: Yeah. So, I, I know.
0: Fears. I think the first one, not as much. But I think that this one, like, purely on a visual level, definitely would have given me well, I, hor- horrific dreams. I, I,
1: I bring that topic up because I used to be a preschooler. And these parents would, they would show their kids, like, Star Wars movies, which, when I was little, some of... The Star Wars movies were terrifying. Like Revenge of the Sith. Are you seriously going to show your five-year-old that? I mean,
0: I would would pick your moments. There are some of them that are okay.
1: But I don't know. Like the first time, I think I went to go see Guardians in theaters when everything was coming out in theaters. Remember those days? Yeah. Ah. (laughs) But I remember there were like a ton of kids there. And I was like, what? Like this is PG-13.
0: Yeah. But also now I did see, I saw Lord of the Rings when I was about... Nine and those are still some of my favorite movies. And there's a lot of creepy stuff. And so again, it's a it's case by case basis. You you do what you think is best. But
1: I guess that's fair. And so I guess.
0: But now yeah. I would I would be wary of like someone said. Should I show my kid this? Eh, you may want to watch it first.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wanna, I mean, I want to screen it. I started watching Twilight when I was eight, so I guess
0: yeah, I you
1: know, no reason. We know,
0: all have our demons. No here. room to <laughs> literally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no room to judge, but I don't know. I just want to. know it's a, you know, opinionated topic.
0: Yeah. Anything else about Guardians 3? Good good ending. Yeah, I did like the thing with, with Peter and Quill. Uh, Peter Quill. Peter and Quill. Peter Quill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they separate. Um, and yeah, I thought, I thought everybody had a good ending.
1: Yeah, I don't really have anything left to say, um, except for if you're a parent, do please go by the PG-13 rules on this movie, because it's terrifying. Mm. That's fair. Just imagine a real life version, or quote real life, because <laughs> <It's> like CGI, <laughs> real life version of a Toy Story in that like scene, um, classic with scene, the creepy, Iconic. toys. But yeah, if you're a parent debating on showing your kids Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe stick with the first one for now. Maybe the second. Hold off on the third.
0: All right, out uh, of four uh, or five stars. I'll go four for me. I think you gave it a four two, I think.
1: Sure. I gave it a four two. i sorry. I had to yeah. check Letterbox.
0: Yeah. And if you don't follow us on Letterboxd and those links are in the show notes, please do. And you should get a Letterboxd if you don't have one yet.
1: So, Letterboxd reviews? Yeah. All right. Sophie says, proof that the MCU is at its best when it forgets about the multiverse and just makes a fun slash devastating movie about a raccoon. Uh, she rated it four stars.
0: Well said. What's the name? Oh. James Shafrilis.
1: Could have just gone with James.
0: Well. <laughs> James says, makes Thor Love and Thunder look like a preschooler made it. Oof. Oof.
1: I actually liked Thor.
0: I mean, I I like thunder. I I liked Love and Thunder. I I no, this is better than Love and Thunder, but I, I still like Love and Thunder.
1: I think this is another Sophie. All right. <laughs> um Sophie,
0: but with with a star on either side.
1: Yes. Star, Sophie, star. Great at four stars. And uh, they said, when Groot literally says, I love you guys at the end of the movie, it means we, the audience, can finally understand him after all the I am Groots. What a beautiful ending to this amazing trilogy. We are Groot. That is actually a cool, like, I didn't even think about it like that. I just thought, oh, like, he was shitting us the whole time <laughs> and could actually talk. But that's a interesting. Well, how? Yeah. how- how
0: how clever! <laughs> well said. Uh, all right. Well, with those done, and if you also you want your, if you would like, if you're on Letterboxed or if you'd like to join one because of that, and you would like to have your reviews read, comment either on our Letterboxed accounts, send us a message on social media at FilmBuds, and we will happily read yours. If that is what you would so so choose. Uh, all right. But with all that done, let's move on to our second movie. Still have one more to go. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Let's get to Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. All
1: right, let's shrink down and. uh, Fly. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And we do have a clip as well. Take a listen, everybody. Let me go! Let me go! go! I don't know what you're saying! Oh yeah. Hi. Hi! Did you drink the ooze? Why can I understand you? Oh, great! That's the ooze! Hey, everybody! It worked! Ooze worked! All right. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania is also on Disney Plus. Directed by Peyton Reed, who also did the first two. It stars Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Catherine Newton, Jonathan Majors, Corey Stoll, Bill Murray. Randall Park, love him, and a few others. Sorry if I'm forgetting you. And the synopsis is Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne are dragged into the quantum realm along with Hope's parents and Scott's daughter Cassie. Together they must find a way to escape. But what secrets is Hope's mother hiding? Ooh. And who is the mysterious Kong? King? Kong? <laughs> <Come> what? <laughs> that's a dog toy, sorry. Jeez. Kang. Okay, so this one, similar to... Guardians is also the third in, in the series. Mm-hmm. Well, so no, I, I I think like everybody, I like, I love Paul Rudd. I don't, I've never met someone who doesn't like Paul Rudd. Hells yeah. Yeah. And I thought he was perfect ad- addition to Marvel. I thought that was such a, a cool idea. And I did like the first one. All right. I liked the second one a little more. And we did, I think we we reviewed that second one way back when it came out, but not a whole lot of interest in seeing this. I wasn't dying to just pop it in and let it wash over me but
1: interesting phrasing yeah.
0: overall eh, it's okay I feel like unlike Guardians 3 now the end game is over they're trying to figure out they're almost like DC where they're kind of a little scattered you know in terms of like what's, what's leading up to what what's connecting with what and so I think it has been a little messy a little inconsistent so overall one of my least favorites or if my least favorite since endgame I think Still okay, like it's very Star Warsy, like the whole cantina scene, and like v- it's very Star Warsy in terms of tone and world. Like even the um, those like floating or flying like motorcycle things kind of reminds yeah, me and of the
1: kidnapping, and
0: yeah, it kind of reminds me of the prequel Star Wars films. And so, still fun, still charming, but also it's almost all CG, and wasn't so needed. yeah, and so I feel like it almost never really felt really grounded. There's was so much special effects that and obviously you know it's CG because they're in this like microscopic fantasy world. So okay. Has a few a few cool moments. I like Bill Murray being in there. That was fun. Um, I was like,
1: oh, that's the guy from
0: uh from one of those movies. <laughs> oh, one of those
1: movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: so, good uh, Michael Douglas is good, Michelle is good, Evangeline Lilly, I really like her a lot. And so, yeah. Overall, it's watchable. It's not one I really feel the need to rewatch anytime soon, but uh, it does the job. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think?
1: I wasn't a huge fan, but I'm also not a huge fan of Ant Man. Love Paul Rudd. The clips. There's like a few clips that I actually enjoy. Of course, find funny because it's Paul Rudd, but it wasn't amazing. The third movie. I just really did not like at all. It was just so, I feel like it was just over the top. Like they were just trying too hard. Hmm. Of course, a ton of CGI special effects, but it's like, it just looked overdone.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: And like, I get there, like going into another world and all of that, but it's just, it way too overdone for me.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's just, it was a few too many, what do you call it? Hands on the, the pan. What's that term? Like Cook, cooks in the cooks in the kitchen yeah yeah
1: also um
0: <laughs> Hands on the pan. don't do that don't put <laughs> your hand on a pan um
1: uh, but also it the like start of the movie it kind of made me nauseous cuz they had to drink that like blood stuff and it was like oh, yeah. of that liquid character i don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> big detractor <laughs>
1: yeah but that kind of was just like Ugh. but like i get that these creatures are are supposed to be Micro organisms. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't get an A in science class. I don't mm. know, but um
0: yeah, tiny people.
1: Yeah, tiny gross things. Mm. <laughs> Basically, what's under your foot, babe?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> that's well said. I I could have accidentally smushed Ant Man yeah. while we're recording. Yeah, we're Be embarrassing the, the
1: weird creatures. Yeah, nothing really special. Special. I do like a girl who played the daughter, Catherine. Yeah. Newton, I
0: think? Yeah, I think so. Catherine
1: Newton. She's pretty much in everything. Like, all right, girl, get your coin. Hmm. Ho- hopefully that coin is saved up because of the writer's drive. <laughs> but she's like in everything. Like everything I watch. Big Little Lies. Hmm. Supernatural. Killing it. Yeah, killing it. But yeah, I mean, if you just want something to watch, just to watch in the background. Yeah, sure. it's got but that. It, but it doesn't really captivate your attention that much.
0: I yeah. Yeah. It, it,
1: It's just kind of an eh movie. That's what I rate it. eh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I did like the second one. All right. I thought the villain in that one was probably one of the better villains of Marvel. But I think, you know, when he's with other big characters, you know, they always make the joke. He's kind of pointless and kind of a side character and things like that. But which, you know, in the Avengers works. But I feel like when he's by himself, it's like, yeah, he is just kind of eh. Yeah. Which I mean, I'll still happily watch any Paul Rudd Ant-Man movie. Same. But. In terms of the actual, like, you have to see Ant Man.
1: I just it's not miss that. the Captain America and Iron Man days. Oh, yeah. I miss those days.
0: Yeah, same. So, you know, I mean, they, there are some, like, Avengers movies coming out in the next couple of years, I think, in some way. I don't know exactly what they're doing with that, but.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to go in with an open mind because I did love, like, Captain America and Iron Man and um, all of the other movies before. In game and infinity war, but I feel like after that, it's just really crapped out. <laughs> it yeah. just, I don't know. Like I, I used to be kind of a diehard MCU fan and now it's just like every, I feel like every MCU movie, except for Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, that's the only and- thing that they've done right. But after in game and infinity war, it's just like, Oh, like every movie is just like it doesn't measure up.
0: And now I I know you didn't really like it. I I did really enjoy Multiverse of Madness. I I thought that was one of their better ones for me. But I know that one was kind of polarizing with how people.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of eh. Yeah. But I mean, I liked aspects of it. Yeah. You know, I I liked the effects in that one. Very trippy. Made me a little dizzy, but hey, Mm -hmm. liked it. So, I, I would say that's one of the better new ones, but...
0: Yeah. But also, um, you know, I mean, when you have a movie called Endgame, that's the end. Right. And so, like, then now it feels like they're more... They're, it's, they're do- doing it because of obligatory reasons to make money, which obviously... Well,
1: they, so So, well, so are hold those. Hold on, hold but. on. So, they started out with, like, phases. So, they're going through all the phases and they have, like, a ton of shit planned because I remember, like, that... Presentation they made and
0: well, which I mean, that's the case now too,
1: right? So they're going through like all the phases of the MCU universe, and I feel like they're just going to milk it, milk it, milk it. But then it's just going to lose attention because everyone was so like amped up for Endgame, and Infinity War. Now it feels like the energy has just kind of gone way down.
0: Yeah, like I feel like people are just seeing Marvel, and I'm, I might even be included where it's like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll see. That. I've seen the others, but. And there is the, the Marvels coming out this later this year. Uh, I think it looks okay. So, again, I feel like they'll probably have some some high moments, like, with Guardians. But then, until they really figure out what to do, they'll dip a little bit.
1: Also, lately, I feel like they don't announce movies, like, a year in advance. Remember how they, like, used to announce movies in a year in advance and kind of amp it up, amp it up, amp it up? And mm-hmm. now, I feel like I hear about a movie coming out like a month before it comes out.
0: Mm. I don't know. I mean, I I know what you mean, though, because and maybe COVID had something to do with it, with how people are being receptive to things. I don't know. But it's an okay movie. You know, if if you've seen the others or if you like the first two, you know, check it out. It's not not a horrible movie by any means. It's just a a little bland, a little lifeless, a little uh, a little throwaway. That last bit, little bit of popcorn you don't need.
1: No, the last bit of popcorn at the bottom of the. Like, extra large barrel right I don't know why I said barrel. Well, <laughs> with you, T- it's a barrel. Tub. Tub. And it's not even buttery. It's not, like...
0: The movie's over. You don't care anymore.
1: Like, it's so bland. Like, you put it in your mouth and you're like, Ugh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so...
1: But, hey, Loki, new season coming out of that. Yeah.
0: Which, I mean, we and we, uh, former host of the show, Paul and I, did review the first season back when it came out. So, you can check that out if you want. So, you know, there are some cool points with Marvel still, just not as great, as which, which I think is pretty much agreed upon. All right. Well,
1: so, any, uh, what did...
0: I gave it two and a half, I think.
1: Half? I gave it a twofer.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Whoa.
1: So, letter... Your letterbox is lagging. Hold on. Refreshing the app. Uh, this is a very short review, but here you go.
0: This one comes from Liam. Two out of five. You two are Twins. Holy mother of green screen. Well said. I
1: mean, really, it's so overdone. Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah. Classic.
1: 24 frames of Nick. Whoa. That's a Ooh, lot of frames of you, Nick. It um, is a lot of frames. <laughs> he rated it two out of five. He said, first movie of the year in it. Fucking, and all capital letters.
0: Suck. Whoa. It's this exciting. one comes from, let me explain. Well, I. Explain. Yeah, explain yourself. They say, in Endgame, Scott Lang says the five years of the blip. Equal to five hours in the quantum realm. That means the two hour runtime for Ant-Man 3 are two hours I'll never get back. Two out of five. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Harsh words from... He, they really did explain. Well, there you go. Uh, and we'll, you know, always try and keep up with uh, the Marvel and DC movies for the most part whenever we can. And... We
1: got to re- review uh, Batman. Or did Paul?
0: He may have, yeah. I'll have to check, but...
1: Pattison. Batman. He goes from vampire to bat.
0: <laughs> exactly so that's it for the reviews uh, no mail this week but the Film Buds podcast at gmail.com is where you can reach us at or uh, social media at filmbuds or on letterbox just find any way to get in contact with us and we'll read and answer your question live on the show or just a, a comment or a suggestion whichever one you whatever one you're feeling and yeah so please do that and thank you to all those people in the past too who have we always love hearing from people good or bad should we just end off with stuff we watched? I only got a couple things.
1: Um, sure, go ahead. Um, you say a couple things, but it's going to be like
0: twenty. No, no, I only really only do have a couple things. So I watched. So a few days ago, I watched, or a while back, I watched the 1966 Batman, the Adam West, like the first Batman movie. Had never seen that before, which is you know obviously it's a completely different tone and style from even the the Tim Burton Batman films. It is, you know, it's very 60s, Tim very, you yeah, know, Michael Keaton. Oh,
1: shit. You learn something new every day on the Film yeah. Buds podcast.
0: I mean, he did Batman, Batman Returns.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: It is very, very different from any other Batman movie. It's very 60s, very cartoony and, you know, not like some big high budget production. So it's tonally and visually, it's very, very different. Uh, still very fun because you see where Batman started and even like Tim Burton and other people got their first inspirations from. So fun movie, not not ever going to be one of my favorites, but still a really cool little cla- look back in time and see where things originated. So that's a fun time. Then I also watched uh, a hot minute ago, Dumb and Dumber 2, the Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels sequel, which came out oof, late 20, mid, mid t- 2010s, I think. I love the first Dumb and Dumber. Huge fan of that one. Uh, you know, w- would be a favorite comedy, favorite Jim Carrey comedy. This one, not very good. Feels very obligatory, very cheap, and and trying way too hard. So it's okay if you like the first one. You're not gonna. I don't think anyone would ever say this is better than the first one. Still fun spending time with those characters. Just way too long. Uh, not well written enough, and it's uh it does the job. Is pretty m- middle of the road. And then otherwise, has b- been watching a little bit of like Big Bang Theory, The Office. Um, so, nothing nothing too much. How about you?
1: Well, I've been watching some spooky, spooky mm-hmm. things. I rewatched Dahmer, the show that's starring Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. Then I rewatched Asylum, American Horror Story Asylum.
0: Ho- l- home Improvement. A
1: little Home Improvement. Just, just, you know, to-
0: Take the edge off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> to, you know, yeah. Listening to Tim Allen go, Oh yeah. That's really bad. Sorry guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, I think that's about it. I've just been caught up with spooky stuff. Yeah. And then I I did finish the second season of and just like It. <laughs> and just like that, mm-hmm. the Sex and City reboot. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. And the Summer Intern pretty season 2. Um other than that, nothing really. That's all. Yeah. Been just keeping me occupied. I'm just kind of uh antsy to see the new American horror story season. Yeah. I'm really excited. It actually looks good, unlike the last season. Um, the New York City uh club one. I just want Sarah Paulson back. That's all I want. Hey,
0: hey that's what anybody And Evan wants. Peters.
1: I want Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters and just one more season. One more season, please.
0: Hey, never 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 say never, you know.
1: Bring back the glory days of Asylum and Coven and Freak Show and Apocalypse. Like, come on. Let's do it.
0: Hey, let's get Ryan Murphy on the phone.
1: Yeah, come on. Ryan Murphy, please. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's uh, – I don't think I have anything else really – That is about it, Uh, I would say, unfortunately. I always hate to bring the show to a close.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, next episode, uh, we will be reviewing No Hard Feelings, uh, starring Jennifer Lawrence. And also, Silver Linings Playbook, also starring Jennifer Lawrence. It's not a tribute show, just kind of a whatever. Pure coincidence. Jennifer Lawrence show. (laughs) Yeah. There's a difference, I swear. Yeah.
0: But... (laughs) You try, you try and figure it out, you know? Yeah, really? Yeah, so keep an eye out for that. That'll be fun. Um, we just f- finally got around seeing No Hard Feelings, and we both are big fans of Silver Lang's Playbook.
1: Oh, it's my favorite movie of all time, guys.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Whoa.
1: So I'm um, I'm really excited to dive in. I don't even, I didn't even need to rewatch it.
0: Just oh. rewatched it,
1: like, okay. last month, you know?
0: <laughs> okay, queen. <laughs> So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Once again, please go to Bandcamp, .bandcamp thefilmbuds.bandcamp.com, and you can download dozens of bonus shows with many more to come for just either a dollar or a $5 monthly subscription, and you get all of them. And then, guys, and then Patreon, patreon.com slash thefilmbuds, and all that is in the show notes. Don't stop what you're doing. Look at those show notes and, and go to those sites. You know you want to.
1: Do it. Also, the show notes are kind of hilarious.
0: They are. I always try very hard with them <laughs> and ho- hopefully they're always grammatically correct, you know?
1: Yeah. No, you, you should uh, t- take a look.
0: Yeah. It, you
1: know, not, not for our links or anything like that, just purely to laugh at our description here. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I always laugh at it. Yeah. I never write them. Henry does.
0: They, they all come from up here. <laughs>
1: from your noggin.
0: Yeah. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you. And I'm just going to walk back home, which is uh,
0: like... It's a few feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, as always, I hope you enjoyed it, even half as much as we did. And we'll see you next time. See you. <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.